Welcome, Slayers, to Kind of Funny First Impressions. I said it. I said the thing because we're Doom Slayers. Look at this guy. Look at him. He looks like Master Chief, but more deadly. He looks awesome. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioye Jr. And joining me, of course, we got Imran, the Don Khan. Howdy. How are you doing, Imran? I didn't realize until right now that his helmet just look like a demon mouth. Wait, does he? It does look like a demon mouth. I think that's the idea. I wouldn't put it past them. That sounds like something they would do. <laughs> of course, this is kind of funny first impressions where we take a look at the new games we're playing. You can access it live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games or later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games along with podcast services around the globe. Now, this is an interesting one because we've only done one first impression stream so far mm-hmm. for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Right. In which we were playing the game. The game had just come out or the game was, it was like a day before coming out, but we had review codes. Right. So we were playing that. This is an interesting one because we're not actually playing Doom, Doom Eternal in front of you guys. Me and Imran went to a, a re, not a review event, but like a preview, preview event. Yes. Uh, and we played about, I want to say, two to three hours of the game. Uh, like yeah, that. it would be three hours and the last hour they let us record. Yes. And so we played quite a few hours of the game. We played from the beginning up until whenever they stopped us. Yeah. How far did you get? Uh, I got to, and, and I don't know, I don't know what constitutes the spoilers because I got to a part that got was that was kind of cool because you got to play as somebody that was not the Doom Slayer for a second. Okay, yeah, that's about where I stopped too. Once okay. I got the thing from that, yes, we'll say that like for the first like five or so minutes of this, we'll just talk about our overall impressions of Doom. Yes, and then we'll start getting to more specific things of what we played in the first couple of hours. Yes, and so I captured footage. I captured about an hour of footage, but the embargo only allows me to post about fifteen minutes of it. And so uh, once we get into it, we'll all start showing off some of what I played and what I edited down. But Imran, starting off, how do you feel about Doom Eternal? I fucking love that, dude. That, that game was so good. Holy shit, I like. I played that game at Judges Week last year. I was like, all right, mm. this is fine. I, I get what they're going for here. But this, I came away, I was like, this is a game of the year candidate. Dude, 100%. Like, I, so I played Doom 2016, really mm. enjoyed it. Thought, for me, Doom 2016 is one of the best first person shooter campaigns of this generation. Yeah, I it, played through it over the weekend. Yeah, and for the first time. I absolutely love that game. Doom Eternal, I feel like, takes what worked super well about Doom 2016 and refined essentially every single part of it right Mm -hmm. and so mechanically they added a dash mechanic that feels very good uh, in doom eternal they added climbing they added a lot more platforming uh they took a lot of the combat encounters and really kind of uh refined those down to being more so almost puzzle-like in the way that you are figuring out how to take down certain enemies i feel like doom eternal was way more difficult than doom 2016 yes doom 2016 i felt like i didn't die all that much and just in the demo i played for doom eternal i felt like i was dying at certain point at certain points a lot because you kind of had to almost mathematically be like all right this guy's gonna appear here this guy's gonna come after this guy once i take take down these dudes what how should i approach this so that i i'm i have enough health so that i can go at this the way that uh, that's going to allow me to live through this account- encounter. Yeah, it's and a I kind of felt that at times. It's a lot more cerebral. Like, yeah, like I said, I just played through Doom 2016, and comparing those two things of Doom 2016, it's a incredibly fun, very uh, what's it, visceral game. Yeah, of like you're running around, you're putting people, uh, putting the shotgun in people's faces, and then like shooting them, and then you do the glory kill and all that. In Doom Eternal, it's almost entirely resource management in a very strange way. Yes. Of, it's, uh, like, so, like, to break it out mechanic-wise is mm-hmm. for glory kills, you get health. For yes. hitting an enemy with a flamethrower, you get, get armor. Yes. And for chainsaws, you get ammo. Yeah, which is similar to yeah. how Doom 2016 works. But I think, like, as far as 
I I feel like they they got it down to a math a bit more in Doom yeah. Eternal. If you wanted to ignore armor in Doom 2016, you could. Yes, that's the thing, right? And in, in this game, in Doom Eternal, I at times I kept dying and dying over and over again, and I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" And I realized, like, "Oh wait, I'm not utilizing my full tool set, which you have a lot available to you. Yeah. Like you have your chainsaw for ammo, like you were saying. You have your flamethrower that you can use to get uh, gain armor out of enemies, right? Along with the chainsaw, which I felt like I was running out of ammo a lot in this game. Like there's a lot, a lot of ammo management going on, yes. which then you have to figure out, like, okay, when am I going to use my chainsaw in a strategic way in order to make sure I'm not running out of ammo? Uh, but also you have. Uh, 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 like the other thing that's not the flamethrower, like a grenade blaster that like freezes yes. enemies that you can un- unlock, which works super well. That's <laughs> super fun to use. Um, and yeah, like the re- the resource management and the way that you kind of have to think at that level, I think works super well. And like the amount of the amount of options you have, you feel like you have available for uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, mechanically and like in terms of the res- like the resource management stuff. And so I thought that stuff all worked super well. Yeah, it's not like drastically different. It feels still like Doom 2016, but it has those extra layers of complexity on top of it. Mm-hmm. That like when we first went in, Hugo Martin, the director, was like, "We want to make make it so Doom does not just a the reputation of the not thinking man shooter. That yeah. like we want to make it a more tactical." cerebral kind of thing yes. and it, it works out super well like to the point where I'm really thinking about how I approach certain combat scenarios when I get into them of okay I could just you know kite this guy around and you know mm-hmm. shoot uh, blast him with a shotgun while I run backwards but then I'm gonna not have enough ammo for the next thing mm-hmm. and if it's not just a couple of like pee on enemies early on then I could be in real trouble yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the thing about this game that I like but I'm still trying to kind of figure out how I feel about overall in, in comparison to Doom 2016 is how big the levels feel, which, you know, I like. But Doom 2016, I also like for how contained the levels feel. Like yeah. you, in Doom 2016, you really feel like you were exploring... Uh, each level felt like a small facility that you kind of had to make your way through and clear out. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Doom 20, Doom Eternal, you feel like you are... There's a lot of platforming. There's a lot of exploration there. You feel like you are really traversing like a large area in Doom Eternal, which feels great. But at the same time, it's, it kind of eliminates that uh, contained feel, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, which I think has pros and cons to it. But overall, I think it's a pro because that pl- the platforming available, the, plat- the platforming sections that are in the game, I think, work pretty good. Yeah. like They're not like the greatest of platforming sections because I feel like platforming in first person... It's always, pretty much just like Metroid Prime, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's always a little bit iffy, but I think they do a good job of making you use the mechanics available available to you. And so you have the dash, and you have a double jump, and you have certain things that you're able to do to like that 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 make you look around the environment and go like, okay, how do I get all the way over here? All right, it looks like I need to double jump to this place over here, and then land on this pad that'll push me up, and then I dash twice, and you know that stuff worked super well. I wonder how much that stuff kind of progresses and builds builds on itself later in the game because so far being early in the game it felt it felt like i had to think about it a little bit but overall it kind of felt easy mm-hmm. and we can start pl- uh, we can start playing gameplay uh because you, there's quite a few uh, quite a few things real quick question before yeah. i pull it up um do we think now it's going to sell more than Animal Crossing? No, still not. No. Yeah, it's still crazy, great. Imran. You're crazy, Imran. <laughs> well, I'm winning this bet. Mm. How did See, I don't know how Animal Crossing usually sells. New Leaf outsold Doom Return or Doom 1 by like three times. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So no. Um so yeah, Bear is playing some of the gameplay that I captured here. Uh yeah, I believe this is me. Also, I did not realize until watching this footage, this game looks a lot better than Doom 2016. Oh, dude, playing in I so I played on P4 
PS4 for June 2016. Mm. For this demo, we played on PC, and so it's hard for me to really judge. Uh-huh. But I felt like there was a lot going. Go- yeah. There was a lot going on. I've been playing Dude 2016. Like, so I didn't like Dude 2016 at first. When I played it on PS4. I was How like, dare you? No, it's, <laughs> it was like this is too slow, or not too slow, but like I felt like enemies were getting the the drop on me faster than I think they should have been. Uh huh. So then I pl- played it on PC this past weekend. I think it works a lot better with mouse and keyboard for me because I feel like I'm able to like twist and turn as like as I need to do. Mm-hmm. So right here on screen, they're showing the empowered demons, which I guess are demons that killed somebody on your friends list that yes. are coming back. And see, that's this guy right here, right? Mm-hmm. So he killed somebody who's on my friends list, whose name here is Bethesda Four because we we're playing on their rigs. Yeah. And he's coming back, and he's like a strong demon that I have to kill, essentially. Also, I think I skipped this fight. That's Did a you? thing. Yeah, that's a thing about Doom Eternal. You can do with those air dashes now. Oh, you just that, like fly over. I fly, flew over a lot of things, but like the game doesn't want you to do that because you're not going to get weapon points yeah. if you don't. But it's a demo, so I'm like, I'm going to see if I can do it. Yeah, and there are some like some fights that you have to complete in order to unlock like the portal you need to go to to get to the next area. Yeah, but uh, just to throw some facts out here, right? So Doom Eternal is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, it's releasing March 20th, 2020, same day as Animal Crossing, so that's going to be video game D-Day right there. <laughs> uh-huh. Developed by its Software, published by Bethesda, all that good stuff you need to know. Uh, and yeah, we got to play the first few hours of the game. And so yeah, the f- one of the things also I want to shout out is, one, the soundtrack yes. of this game is so good. It's a Mick Gordon one, isn't it? Yes. Okay. I know he did... Doom's 2016, 100% for sure. Yes. Because I was listening to that last night on Spotify. <laughs> so I'm assuming he's, he did this one too. But it's like a good... It's almost like... Now, I don't know much about rock music. <laughs> I'm more into rap and EDM and pop. You said that like a 50-year-old man. Yeah, I don't know much <laughs> about... Into the I, don't rock know, music. I don't know much about the rock music. <laughs> nah, this is more like metal, my dude. But isn't metal not rock? <laughs> it's different. I don't know. It's almost like they took rock music and made it dubstep, though. <laughs> That's kind of like the vibe. That's kind of what metal is. Is that what metal is? But like scarier. <laughs> what, whatever it is, it goes hard. Uh-huh. Like usually, I, usually I'm listening. I'm listening to Kanye. I'm listening to Lupe. I'm listening to Common. I'm listening to like the conscious rap music and sometimes the trap rap music when I'm feeling kind of, uh, kind of risky, you know. But yeah. this right here appealed to me. This right here, that the soundtrack slapped. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to that. I also want to give a shout out to the enemy degradation. Like as you're shooting enemies. Parts of them are like falling apart. Yes. In a way that's really cool. It shows off more with the enemies that have uh, more health to them. Like enemies that are kind of harder to take out. Yeah. Like they'll kind of fall apart. Like these, like the little brain creatures that, that are crawling around. Like once you sh- start shooting those, like parts of their armor kind of falls off and it gives a really cool visual and it's a really cool indicator to how much damage you're doing to them. And so I just finished this level, which puts you back into a hub, which you have now. That you can explore. There's like a practice area in the hub. Mm-hmm. You can also upgrade stuff here, uh, which this is different from Doom 2016 because I don't think you had a hub in Doom 2016. You did not know. Yeah, Doom 2016 was just level to level. This one feels like it really wants you to explore a yeah. lot more. And so, if, also if you look in the background, it's Earth. And so the game takes takes place on Earth that has been taken over by Hell. I guess there's like. Um, uh, with, not pentagons, pentagrams mm-hmm. imprinted like all over the earth. It looks pretty cool in the background. Yeah. Like they, when I talked to Hugo Martin last year, he said one of the big focuses for this game was they wanted to kind of explain the story of Doom a little bit and like, is this guy the 1991 Doom Slayer? Mm-hmm. Is he a different person entirely? Like what was the deal with the beginning of the last game? And they 
like this game story-wise tends to go into those like it raises a lot of questions the first couple of hours yeah because like people talk to you like they know you and they t- talk to you about like you have some certain roles that you don't really as a player understand quite yet so yeah, this is the ice bomb I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. right? Where you freeze enemies, and then if you get a few shots on them, you can kill them that way. Yeah. Very satisfying to use, and later on in the gameplay, you'll see how I use that, and it's freaking awesome. Nice transition. <laughs> yeah. Nice editing. Thanks. Thanks. I actually got stuck here for a while, because I just I could not figure out where to go. And like, yeah, it's apparently... Oh, the- yes. I got very lucky. So look, look how I did this. So I was like, I think I'm supposed to go down there. So I jump, double jump, and then dash to the side. <laughs> and I ended up getting it right. Technically, there's an ice wall across from it that you're supposed, that to, supposed to land on. Yeah, like once I did that, I was like, I'm sure that's not the way they intended. Yeah. But I pulled it off anyway. I'm, I'm really ex- like, obviously, AGD or yeah, AGDQ just ended. So I'm like in that speed run mentality. But I really want to see how people speed run oh, this game. Oh, 100%. And yeah, this is one of the things I'm talking about where you're like, okay, how, how do I get over there? Look to the right, saw the jump pad. Then I grabbed onto the side right here. And then I dash over here, which yeah. I then take damage because of these things. But <laughs> those, like, those are the type of platforming elements there are. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that later on in the game that stuff gets more complicated because that was a fun thing to do for a second. But I really want to actually like kind of be kind of want to think about it a little bit more than the two seconds that I did there. Yeah. But of course, this is towards the beginning of the game. So yeah, I'll freeze that enemy, took him out there. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see like the, the weapons you tend to favor. Because like I mostly went shotgun yeah. through this entire thing. Well, the thing is, I kept running out of ammo, and so I had to really use every weapon in my arsenal, it felt uh-huh. like. Uh, and so like different types of enemies have different weak points. So the guy with the two guns on his back right there, if you want to take him out, you have to shoot the cannons on his back. And they, they do this thing where they prompt you and they show you what each enemy's weak point is, which yeah. I don't know how I feel about, because I like... I like discovering that type of stuff on my own as opposed to the game just telling me. To be fair, like, they're almost always the part of it that's not flesh. True, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. It's always, hey, he has guns on his arms. Shoot the guns. Yeah. Which we're about to probably see in a second. That was a cool moment right there where I'm like, what do I, what do, I do? And then the bridge pops out. Yeah. I, I really like this, like, techno-angelic, like, yeah. aesthetic they've got going for. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Because, like, it's like a fake heaven kind of thing. But they, they don't actually explain what this is. Like, they have some cutscenes, but it's not really obvious. But, yeah, I, I fucking love just every, like, look of this game. Yeah, I like the varied environment. So this this environment being, like, the icy, snowy kind of environment, yeah. I think. It's uh, like kind of like a Valhalla kind of look. Yeah. Man, I, I need to replay the first one, man. Dude, the first <laughs> one is so good. This one I'm really excited about because it feels like... They they learned things from the first one and all yeah. the changes they made yeah. felt like good changes. And so look right, what I did right here. I shoot the top. Boom. Fuck, that's Yeah, cool. right? Isn't that so good? <laughs> that's so dope. But they also knew you were going to do that, so they put two more in there. For sure. Yeah, exactly. And this is a fight that I actually died on a lot. And so this is actually the one where, I, where this take right here is the take where I finally got it. But yeah, I had to shoot this guy's guns mm-hmm. in order to take him out. Or I don't have to, but that's why I tried to do because yeah. that's, his guns You can just like load him up with rockets and he'll die. Yeah. But if you like, if you want to make it a little bit easier for yourself, or you don't have rockets, you can just like go for their weak points, and yeah. they they can't shoot missiles at you anymore. Exactly. And so this is the part where I believe I, I freeze these guys, and then I hop down, and I was able to get enough damage on this first guy to take him out. I found com- so Whoa. when you do enough glory kills, you build up a meter for the what they call it a blood punch. 
Yes. Which, oh, yeah. Which is a melee attack that will cause a shockwave and usually destroy everything. I found combining the smart or the ice bomb with the blood punch was mm. amazing because you could freeze like four or five enemies and then the shockwave will take them all out. Yes. So uh, we're about to get on another section here where it's like a quick platforming puzzle, but it actually did take me more than a second <laughs> to figure out. Yeah. I don't know if this one, if you're able to do this one on the first try, but essentially you shoot a thing and then you have to dash through it. But my brain was like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured this one out pretty quickly, but I think I just saw the thing before I leaped. Like, that's a, that's part of, like, when I, they saw me struggling with, not this puzzle, but one of the puzzles after this, where, like, I just couldn't tell where I'm supposed to go. So, oh, yeah. like, they're like, hey, do you think we should put green lights there? And my reasoning was, if there's more puzzles like that, don't. Like, at some point, you do need to learn the puzzle language of this game. Yes. And a lot of it is, look around for the thing you need to find. Yes. And, like, so far, from my experience, like, the puzzles I don't think are going to be by any means like the best part of this game yeah like, the best part of this game obviously is like the combat and shooting and the flow of things and figuring out like more so the combat puzzles than the actual platforming puzzles like the, the platforming puzzles do f very much feel like filler in between but it's not necessarily yeah. bad filler by but any it's means. better it's better filler than Duke 2016 had which was just like a hallway between two places was just a hallway yeah and this one like at least enemies will pop up from somewhere to like at least have you doing things while you're tra are traversing yes that's Arcademon right that's the name of that thing uh, I don't know you fight a ton of them yeah right? you like, fight a lot of them and they're all kind of they have a lot of health like every enemy encounter usually has at least one big enemy yes Also, I very much love how you kind of get into the flow of, of meleeing over and over again. So there's another encounter here. Yes. This is one of the hardest ones for This me. one took me maybe like four or five tries. Yeah. This is the try that I actually got it. But like, I am at a certain point, I am at the edge of my life for a minute and I'm fighting for my dear life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's like, you know, there's quite a few big guys. And as you, as you play, you, you meet more and more different, very kind of enemies. Yeah. You know, the way any video game kind of works, but... The ways in which they introduce the enemies, I think, are, are very good because you see a new you see a new enemy and you feel like they really do get kind of an introduction. Yeah. Um, and at this this is like, this is the encounter that they throw quite quite a few of the ones you've met in this level. Like they have the big guy. They have uh, you'll find like a slithering kind of demon ser serpent mm -hmm. kind of guy, uh, and you'll have like the guys with the cannon yeah cannons on their back. Like there there becomes a point like even in the demo part, portion of the game we played where enemies that were once a threat become fodder. And enemies that were yes. once fodder become actually, like, pains in the ass. Yes. Like, the the, the these guys, the, the jobbers that you find everywhere in the beginning of the game because they're just there for you to glory kill or chainsaw or flamethrower or whatever. They give them guns at this point. And, like, that becomes an actual issue. Mm -hmm. Like, no, fuck it, I'm, just, I'm trying to do something else. Like, to kill a caco demon in one hit. You need to wait for its mouth to open and throw like a missile or a bomb yes. or something in there. And that stuff I, I love. Yeah, but yeah. it also means that you have to wait for it to do that while things are shooting you. Yeah, which like I, I think that's part of the design philosophy of this game. Like they definitely want you to feel like not trapped, but you need to like, always be on the move and always yeah, be paying attention. To, you, and that's the thing that I love that frustrates me sometimes, but I kind of get why it's designed like that because mm -hmm. you have to have that tension like the difficulty is amped up in this game compared yes. to the first one 
and you feel like you are always you feel like you always have to be on the move you feel like you're always running out of ammo oh those motherfuckers yeah so this is the serpent guy i'm talking about that i hate and right and i'm fighting like a, a serpent guy fighting a guy with the cannons on his back i'm fighting this guy who just got <laughs> just got out of the wwe <laughs> who's about to go into ufc like fighting batista yeah, yeah i'm fighting brock lesnar <laughs> demon version but like it's it's but you feel yeah. you, like you feel like you are always at least for me, I felt a lot of the time like I was about to lose. Yeah. But I had just enough uh, in my in my arsenal that I was able to kind of pull myself out, especially in this fight. Like, mm-hmm. I am about to die a lot in this fight. Yeah. And I'm like, at every moment, I'm like trying to turn to be like, okay, who do I need to saw so I can get more ammo? Who do I need to uh, kill in melee? Like, who's smaller that I can melee? Or who's about to die that I can melee yeah. so I can get more health from them? And right, he- right here, I'm just like searching for a person being like, Oh god! Like I, I was happy to find armor right there, right? But I'm still like, who do I have to get health from? As I'm running out of ammo, and so I was lucky there, found some health. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm like searching, 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 trying to figure out who I can take out next. Cause there's like probably three or four enemies left at this point. Yeah, they're all kind of bigger enemies. But yeah, saw this guy. Um, towards the end of this, enc- towards the end of this encounter, I was able to kind of pull through. But yeah, melee that guy. One of the things I did talk about with them was that, like, I mentioned, hey, Doom 2016 has a uh, a reputation of puttering out a little early. Of, like, once you get to a point in that game, it kind of stops showing you new things. Yeah. And, like, once I played over it this weekend, like, yeah, that's kind of true. And they, they, they throw a lot of things at you in the first four hours. Like, you feel like you're unlocking guns and abilities at a rapid pace. Yeah. Like, that's the thing they want. They say they want to avoid this time. Is Interesting. They want to have a much better paced video game. Yes. Because, like, I, they didn't actually outright say that they were too worried. Doom 1 was too short. But this one, they're like, we we pretty sure we've nailed it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they have a fact sheet that they emailed us. Uh, and I'm going to go through the three main features that they listed they said equipped with the doom doom slayers advanced praetor suit master new tools to become the ultimate slayer including a shoulder mounted flame belch which we talked about that's the thing that gives you armor ice bombs and the visceral new blood punch which Emron was talking about earlier where you punch an enemy and it sends a shockwave that kills other enemies right it's a supercharged melee attack upgraded guns and mods such as the super shotguns new distance closing meat hook attachment which i i didn't get I, a chance to try that yeah i didn't get a chance to use that either so I was, oh, it must I was, have been the mod because like the second i got the super shotgun i was like okay i think i'm good yeah so this that's that's the end of that demo and also yeah i was surprised i didn't get to use that because that seemed to be such a major part of the game during its uh its announcement trailer right right and then they talk about abilities like the double dash make you faster stronger and more versatile than ever i think we didn't talk about actually was the the mods on each of the guns so each yes. of the guns have two mods that you can choose from which i like like the first shotgun that you unlock the mod i chose for it was essentially like a green grenade launcher type of thing yeah the sticky bomb the sticky bomb yeah. uh which i went back to a lot um and that then, was my like destroy weak point thing of like yes it's easier to just aim this and then shoot it and for like run away for a little while. Yeah, and then there's one of the automatic weapons. I forget. If, it's not the. It's not the 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 plasma gun, but the other automatic weapon that I think you can then, if you have the mod equipped, you then aim and do like a sniper kind of shot. The assault rifle. The assault rifle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I use that quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I think the mods are awesome. And then a feature they have here: master an engaging aggressive combat puzzle using new abilities and resources that allow you to take what you need from your enemies glory kill for extra health flame belch for armor and chainsaw demons to stock up ammo which is kind of the flow the flow of the gameplay that we're kind of talking about Mm. uh uh, in this let's play these tools are the key to unlocking the the ultimate power fantasy and surviving against near insurmountable odds and then their last bullet point here 
Obliterate more demons than ever before, each with unique attacks and abilities. Fan favorite classics such as the Pain Elemental, Archvile, and Arachnotron make their return. <laughs> I didn't know those it. things existed. Uh, make their return while a horde of totally new demons join the roster, including the Doom Hunter, Marauder, and the Gladiator. Rip apart your favorite demons to the core with the Doom Eternal's Destructible Demons system and take your power fantasy into the new levels, right? And the Destructible Demons mm-hmm. is kind of what we're talking about with the degradation you see on them visually that kind of indicate yeah. that, like, oh yeah, you've put quite a bit of damage into this enemy. There's a There was a thing i like about doom 2016 which is they tr- basically treat the doom slayer as this impossible destruction god yeah and they kind of pull the, make that go a little bit further in this game too like now he's literally a destruction like there's a there god of war one feels to this game yes of like you're yeah. you're ripping through like everything's afraid areas. of you yes <laughs> essentially and like even in cutscenes, they're just like Characters want to wax poetic about things, mm-hmm. and you have zero time for it. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where you're going all this way, and you meet someone who I guess is probably an old friend or something, and Doomslayer just goes in, he picks up the thing he needs, and leaves yeah. while the guy is monologuing. Yeah, which is awesome, right? And, like, there's there are, like, cutscenes where you think, like, oh, man, I'm about to have to challenge this guy, or you, th- you think you're going up to a boss fight, and in cutscene, Doomslayer just, like rips through them yeah. really quickly. And it's, it's a Samuel Hayden thing, too, of, like, people know they can't stop you, mm-hmm. so they just try to, like, convince you, like, hey, please stop. Like, they're not going to stand in your way to do it, because yeah. you'll rip them apart. Mm-hmm. But just, like, hey, I know what you think you're doing right. You're probably, like, this is not the way our culture or society yeah. works. And I did appreciate in Doom 2016 how story... Story kind of felt like an afterthought, but it didn't at the same time. Like, they knew the game they were making. They were yes. like, okay, yeah, gameplay is first here. Like, there's a backstory and there's lore to what's going on here, but that's not necessarily the focus. In the way that I think Doom Eternal, I didn't necessarily at any point think I was going to get into the story as I was hitting cutscenes, but I appreciated the effort they put into actually, like, setting up what you're doing here and why you're here and what you're after Mm -hmm. like they put they put just enough setup to where i'm like all right like i'm not necessarily going to be 100 invested in the story like i would in an actual like narrative based game but there's still enough here where i'm like this is entertaining like this is fun we're having a good time they pace them a lot better than do 2016 because like yeah 2016 had those problems where occasionally it'd be oh we're just watching olivia pierce through a window and she's doing things and talking for like a minute and a half. I'm like, I could have smashed through this window by now. Here they like put you in a cutscene that lasts about thirty to forty five seconds, and then you're off on your way. Yes, you're not do like just you're not stuck holding somewhere while the game loads. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so I I feel like we've kind of talked about all there is to talk about. Unless you have any any last thoughts or notes, this game rocks. Yeah, like, the game <laughs> the game's awesome. I think it's gonna be. It'll, see, this is such a tough year. If this game came out. <laughs> In November, like it was, like it was planned to, like last November. This would have easily been my game of the year. It would have made year. quite a few game of the year lists. Yeah, yeah. But this year, I don't know. We'll see. It'll, <laughs> it'll definitely be in top fives, I imagine. <laughs> but I don't know if it has the juice to stack up against like Cyberpunk and Last List. But I guess maybe we'll those see. games suck. Who knows? Maybe. Like maybe we'll we'll see. Do, I can tell you, Doom Eternal rocks. I don't know about anything else quite yet. I mean, that's fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> we know that Doom Eternal, from what we played, excellent, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Can't wait for it. Uh, had a lot of fun with it, and uh, yeah, look forward to it coming out March twentieth, twenty twenty. Developed by its software, published by Bethesda. We'll see that game soon. But uh, Doom Eternal is so far away. You know what's coming soon Imran Khan kind of funny games daily we'll see you guys there thank you for watching another episode of first impressions